Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today is the day of our first video recording of this podcast. I'm not sure how this is going to go, peeps, but anyway. And yeah, my hair is a mess. It's summer. What can I say? Okay, humidity. It hits us all. But today we are discussing, after a long hiatus because of a bunch of stuff that happened over the last end of May and early June, and it's finally settling into place. As you can see, my home is still kind of a wreck, but it'll be all right. But today we are discussing My Neighbor Totoro. I watched this film because um, I've been doing a lot of things with Japanese students recently, and this is a very popular studio Ghibli film. Because of that, I wanted to be able to relate better with my students. And I thought, you know, I'm going to learn a little bit more about Studio Ghibli. So I have watched Howl's Moving Castle in the past with Bob. If you haven't checked out that podcast, you should definitely go back and listen to it. It's a great film. I absolutely loved Howl's Moving Castle. Um, I then also watched another couple of animes, which I really quite didn't get. Um... I think the one was called Minari. Um, Let me see here just a moment. But anyway, that one was just kind of a strange um, film for me. I think I have the wrong name for it. I I will get the name and drop it in the discussion notes when I'm done with this podcast. But anyway, um, I did then watch also Your Name, which I really liked the animation of and the music, but the dubbing in English was just disconcerting because it was filmed in Tokyo or set in Tokyo, and it just did not work to have them have American accents. I mean, no offense. It's just weird peeps. So anyway, I'm hoping to watch the Japanese with English subtitle version of that film here this summer, and then I will definitely leave a review on that. But the thing that I think I like best about My Neighbor Totoro is this film is made about a dad and his two daughters who move into a house in the country. And the reason that they move into the house is because there's this beautiful tree outside the home and his wife is ill in the hospital. And he says that when his wife returns home, he thinks that tree will be healing for their entire family. And this story is basically about the dad and the children settling into their new home, meeting their new neighbors, which includes a woman who they call grandmother, who kind of takes care of the house and the girls when the dad's away in Tokyo for his universities. He's an archaeological professor. And also when he has to go check on their mom in the hospital. During this time, the girls meet up with what they call the forest spirit. I'm not sure if this is a good translation of what the character is, but it is this huge, adorable um, creature that they've nicknamed Totoro. And there is a very large Totoro, and there are a couple of little small Totoros. There are also some sprites, or I believe is what they call, they are soot sprites that leave soot everywhere and have little eyeballs, which are absolutely adorable. Um, The reason I think this movie is really good for kids is because a lot of animated films tend to have 
frightening things in it for children to kind of scare them a bit. And the thing that is interesting about Totoro to me is we have this huge, enormous, giant creature that growls and has big teeth, but he's not scary. He's actually made to be kind of an endearing character that doesn't have any lines, but that reminds the children that things that are large and that could be frightening are actually nothing to be really frightened about at all, but can actually be a creature that helps you. And I think this is a really good thing for kids to know. I think this is an excellent example of animation films gone right, because we have so many things in this world that can be frightening on their own, from everything that you turn on on the news, on the radio, that you might have on your radio when you take the kids to school every day, and you're going, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have maybe had that on. <laughs> but you know, this is one of those things that I think helps kids realize that, yeah, there are big things in this world. Yes, there are things that have big teeth and growl, but that doesn't mean that they're scary. And maybe sometimes it's okay to sit there and laugh and growl back. And I mean, maybe that's not the best of things to teach your children, but I'm like, you know, there are worse. The other thing is this film has made over, I think, 1.14 billion from licensed merchandise and just sales of this film alone. So it really has struck a chord with people over time since it was made in 1988. Um, the other thing is I watched the English dubbed version and even though it was set in Japan, which again, why do we have them have American accents? That's my question here, peeps. But it wasn't as, as jarring a film for the American dubbed version. I think one of the reasons is, is because we had excellent voiceover actors. Um, Dakota Fanning and her sister, I believe, did the voices of the two sisters. And then we had some other amazing voice actors do the dad's voice and the mom's voice. And it was much better in quality than your name, for example, or my sister, again, I can't remember the name. But anyway, but Overall, I would give this film a 10, and I typically do not like animated films or anime movies in general, um, except for Howl's Moving Castle. And so, but the quality of this film and also the story itself and the fact of what it teaches children, I think is excellent. Again, there are some hard things in this film with the mom being in the hospital and having to deal with that fact, with the girls not knowing if their mom's going to pass away, getting telegrams about the health of their parent, which, you know, depending on the age of the child, this might not be something you won't watch with a very small child because it would make them think about things with their own parents, which could be troubling. But once a kid's older, this would be a good film. Like, eight, six to eight years old, I think this would be a perfect film for that. Plus, you can sit down and talk with your kid about, like, say someone in their family did go to the hospital. It doesn't mean that anything bad's going to happen. It just means they had to go to the hospital like a car has to go to a repair shop. So anyway, I would give this film an absolute 10 because it is an excellent production. It is a great story, and I am totally going to get the plushies for my sofa. And with that, Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye.